Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Hump Day, everybody. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1. Everything Entertainment. Holly Roberts is back, looking refreshed and happy to be here. Hey! Yeah! Somewhere fun? Uh, yeah. Went to Vegas. Nice. Oh. Did you go for a show or just no. hang? No. Uh, it was like part two of my COVID wedding. Oh, oh cool. So, so your anniversary? Yeah. Happy anniversary. Yeah. Were there like friends and uh, any fam who met you out there or uh, just the two of you? No. A little sibling action on my husband's side and okay. a little bit of that. We just ate some food, hung up by the pool. That was about it. Nice. nice. That's all you need to do. Yep. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I agree. We're just ate. Uh, the Bellagio. Nice. Oh. Oh. oh, man. Hey, did you watch the fountains? I know it's a little passe, but they're beautiful. Oh, yeah. Of course. Oh, beautiful. It's yeah, yeah. It's Boy, fun. things really changed there since the last time I was there. Like, yeah. like I don't know if they built closer to the street because things that I thought were on the street are actually behind a building on this. I don't know. Like what? It's um. Well, there was there's like this little uh, this Irish uh, casino nice. called. Patio Callahan. I'm sure. (laughs) It probably is like Callahan's or something. (gasps) And I remember it just being on the street. And now it's almost like there's like an outdoor mall. Is this on the strip or downtown? Strip. Definitely the strip. Yeah, because the old like, uh, what is it? Fremont Street. Yeah. We we went there when we were there a couple years ago. And it was just like, wow, this is... This looks different. There were people like hang gliding above us or zip lining or something. It's a... A full sitch there. Well, and they're getting ready for a lot of different things, including the Formula One Grand Prix. Oh. That's going to be happening in November. I think there's a lot of rearranging in the kitchen on the Las Vegas Strip to accommodate stuff like this. Got it. Got it. It's still fun. I mean, you know, going up the stairs and then crossing the street and then down the stairs again. And yeah, it's just a whole sitch. You get your steps in. Wear proper footwear. That is key. Yeah. My favorite game to play in Vegas. And it's relatively inexpensive, too. Like you can get in five bucks a a roll, but it's it's craps. But it's the we call it bubble craps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that bubble machine? I know oh my exactly gosh! What you're talking Donna, about. Planet we, Hollywood has a lot of them. Yes, we played at those, and then okay. a couple other uh, hotels. The Paris, where where my brothers and my uh, brother in law and I stayed, it had them as well. It's we, like you you sit by yourself and play. 
It's not like you're at a craps table. Correct. Yes. Yeah. And you're you're all sitting around. Um, imagine like bubble hockey, you know, like the bubble hockey game. That's kind of what the table looks yeah. like. It's a little bigger than that. But then you're all around it, and then it's a virtual game for each of you. We called it the ATM because... We felt like we could not lose there. Really? It was amazing. And at a normal craps table, things generally go sideways kind of quickly. But we would just be like, oh, man, that last round sucked a blackjack or whatever. Let's go back to the ATM. And then we would just go. We'd sit down. It was fun. It was Good great. Good for you. Now, well, uh, mm-hmm. welcome back, Holly. No, thank you. Yes. Welcome. I was just verbally attacked. It's amazing that I keep coming you were verbally attacked. I was oh, verbally no. attacked. Oh my god! You should hear the things that Steve was saying to me before. Okay, yes, we noticed your beard is bushy. Congratulations! Oh, nice, the bushy beard, Steve. Yeah, I fluffed mm-hmm. it out for you. Thanks. I wanted to make it puffy. All right, thank you. <laughs> I get in here, and all I'm doing is trying to get hydrated and ready for a fun show. <laughs> and I, I, I pull up my my new Stanley cup that oh, I got. You're one of them now. I'm a Stanley person. You're a, you're a Stanley person I'm now. I'm a Stanley freaking mm-hmm. steamer. And I I lifted this thing up and I said, I would like you to comment on it. You know, I'm generally pretty forthright. I try to be a direct communicator. I said, I didn't bring this in here not to get commented on it. Right. But I meant when I said comment, Donna was compliment. Donna looked. I then took an aggressive sip out of the straw. I love that they have this silicone straw. So I take my sip like I do now. Okay, but I want to hear it. And then Donna said... That seems to me, and you know when people are slowly bringing the words out, that never ends in a compliment, everybody. If they're slow rolling the words, it goes bad. That seems to me like a reckless purchase. A reckless purchase? How dare you, Donna? You know how underhydrated I've been most of my life. I always forget to drink water. A reckless purchase is like using the family savings and buying a Corvette. Okay. All right. That's fair. That is fair. This cost $40, and it was the most I've ever spent on a drinking receptacle. My thought was... This these Stanley Cups, if you don't know, they're it's like Yeti technology, that same kind of thing. It'll keep your cold drinks cold through the apocalypse or whatever. And it's got a smaller base so that it fits into the cup holder, but it still is a forty ounce thing. And so I thought this is going to increase how much water okay, I drink. If that's true, you're gonna leave it at the gym. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. <laughs> He's gonna, gonna forget it. It's everywhere. like carrying around a five pound dumbbell around the gym. I took it the other day and I was like, I feel like a loser right now. You look like one. Donna! (laughs) Why did you say it was reckless? It's just... Okay. For me, that would be a reckless purchase. It it takes a lot for me to part with $40. I'm not going to buy a cup for $40. That just... I'll buy a pair of shoes for $40. Now, let me push back on this, though. You just went out and and the, the, the... Spot where Donna is in life is if she's like, oh, crap, I need another shirt. She just goes and buys another shirt. So you had to go buy another shirt because you're doing a sleepover at Maddie Belanger's house watching his corgis. You're like, crap, I need another shirt. I suggested you wear Matt's clothes, play dress up. That's <laughs> not a bad idea. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> you would get a tie, a suit jacket, the whole thing. How much was your shirt? $19.99. Okay, now I would argue that for twice the amount. And a t-shirt. I'll get. I got two for 14 Okay. So you got a, a shirt and a t-shirt for like 36 bucks. But I think even though 40 is a lot, and I feel that, I'll get much more use out of this if I'm consistent with it than you will. Because you'll wear that once every second or third week. 
I'll drink from this every day. So my cost per use, Your Honor, I would like to argue, would be lower, making this actually a more sensible purchase. You can't bring that to the gym. If you're drinking out of a straw at the gym, you're going to look like a tool. So but, what, but what else are you supposed to drink out of, Donna? I, you know, a just... squirt bottle, like the Gatorade, like squeeze oh a bottle. Yeah. I took this to the gym. I, I never take water to the gym. I'm a water fountain guy. Well, oh, I could never even walk into a gym without water. Well, I, 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 I use time in between sets. I'm like, oh, now I'm thirsty. Walk over, get a drink, come back, do more exercises. But All the right. other day I brought this. And I did feel weird. It felt like, it, because of the handle, it feels like, it just feels travel muggy and less gym drinky. But I did it, and I, I looked up at myself in the mirror a couple times. I was like, all right, this doesn't look as stupid it as it feels like right now. It looks like you're going to a festival. <laughs> <laughs> and there's just like some vodka yes. and Snapple in and here. And you get like free refills or something. <laughs> like a souvenir mug. Yeah, yes. yeah. well, next level. <laughs> You got to go to the gas station and get one of those big jugs with the speed handle on it. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, like, hey, do not knock a Slurpee. I had one the other day <gasps> when I had to go and fill some air in my tire. I love a Slurpee. Because, because we have Slurpees now in the Twin Cities. Official Slurpees. And you can get oh, them sugar. That. You can get them sugar free. Where is this? At your participating Speedway. Nice yeah. to know. Oh. I just became a Speedway Rewards member the other day. Congratulations. They always say, are you a rewards member? And I say no. And then they just let me go and live my life. This gentleman continued to ring me up. I quickly said no. He very quickly went into a drawer and then just said, here you go. It's going to save you five cents on every gallon. I said, all right, sir. I'm in. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, I'm a rewards member. think that's a member. big savings? No. <laughs> but. Because I'm like, is it worth the. But if you do 20 gallons. Let's say you do 20 gallons, you save a buck. All right, that's fair. And then if you fill up, you know, once a week, then you're going to save $52. Yeah, by the and, end of the and then what okay. if you start to get points, and then you can go get a Slurpee? Yeah. I, you know, I don't know if that's the case, but you know what? I'm telling you, you're going to thank yourself the next time you're around one of those, and you're going to get a Slurpee, and you're going to be like, wow, you I'm living what? my best life. Not I only a that, Slurpee today. But I bet you my savings would actually be a little bit less because I don't have 20 gallons, but I fill up around once a week. That's going to pay for this Stanley cup that you're looking at right now. This Stanley travel mug is going to pay for it. All right. Sorry I blew up. It's just very large. Thank you. I don't have to set it down. (laughs) We got to go. But when we come back, um, there could be a Screen Actors Guild strike. Yeah, we'll talk about uh, what what they just authorized, kind of what it means reading the tea leaves. Uh, oh, and then speaking of actors, we'll hear from Anthony Hopkins looking back on his participation in some Marvel movies, Thor and the Avengers, stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He has a take on that. You might not be surprised. We'll get into it when we come back. Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, what's up? Stevie Boy over here from my buddies at Origin Meals, who, by the way, I, <laughs> I almost brought one in today. Gosh darn it. I should have. Uh, Origin Meals just put a smile on my face because I don't have to think about what should I eat for lunch or what should I eat for dinner. And you can do the same. You don't have to do it all the time. You're not thinking, wait, is this the only way I eat now? No, what's great about it, you can choose different plans. You have three meals a week, five, 10, uh, on, onwards and upwards. But 
It's for those moments when it's like, you know what? We want to save time tonight. We're busy. We're going to baseball tournaments and we got to do drop off and flag football, all that stuff. Or maybe just maybe you want to enjoy more time out on the patio or on the deck or just taking a walk around the neighborhood. So you don't want to be cooped up in the kitchen. You can save time. You can eat better. These are locally made, made from scratch, fresh, never frozen meals delivered to your door. Use the coupon code MYTALK. It'll save you 30%. You'll love the meals like I do. OriginMeals.com. It's us, Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Speaking of entertainment, wow. The uh, membership of SAG AFTRA has voted overwhelmingly to approve a strike authorization. Another one. And this, this authorization, it sounds like, as I understand it, is more of a. It's a leverage play. It's yeah. serious, yeah. but it's ahead of negotiations. They had a nearly 98% in favor of a strike right. vote, which allows them going into some negotiations where they, too, are looking at streaming residuals, the use of AI, you know, sort of similar things that we've mm-hmm. heard from the writer strike. But it's basically them flexing a muscle and saying, look, we have voted. So this is a chip that we can play. Yes. If you want to play hardball, we can shut everything down and that's what would happen immediately but uh the vote is kind of an unusual move for them uh because they tip sag after typically resolves its contracts uh without resorting to it to a strike so i uh, i believe negotiations begin today they haven't gone on strike against the film and tv industry since 1980 and they went on strike for 94 days over residuals for pay TV and video cassettes. Mm. Remember Isn't those funny? video cassettes? Funny how time has changed. What a te- that's like a little technological um, time capsule. All yes. Of these negotiations. 1980. Sure. Yeah. If you go back to the 40s and 50s, if they had a dust up back then, you know, it was right. like, wait, what about the talkies? Right. Uh, I believe the Directors Guild uh, members just... Um, uh, accepted the terms of a of a new contract. They did, yeah. So, so the directors got theirs worked out, but now the writers uh, are on the outside looking in, and so too possibly sag after. So we'll see if they try to get a deal done quick. We're six weeks into that writer strike, by the way. Wow. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we haven't heard anything. Nothing. Nothing. Not any sort of meaningful update from Correct. either side. And it's, you haven't heard about important people from both sides going into the roots. Like if you, if you follow the trades, like, you know, the Hollywood Reporter and, right. you know, Variety, Variety, Deadline, Entertainment Weekly to a lesser extent, you're not seeing anything. Each day you go on there and there's nothing like, no. oh, they're at a stalemate due to this right now. Right. I don't even know how actively it's being worked on. I hope it's being worked on. I'm sure it is. They're just not telling us that it's being worked on. Well, and you're also not even hearing stories like so-and-so brought donuts. That died down a little bit. That was the beginning. I think those stories were a little splashier. So maybe it's still happening, but it's not as splashy now that we are more than a month into it. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I have an update from Twitter for you, Donna. Oh, thanks. Is the name of the Irish casino that you were thinking of. Thank you. Shays. S-H-E-A-S. Go check out your Twitter. There's a picture of it. Okay. There was a listener who just got back last night from Vegas. Um, And she thinks that this might be the casino that you were talking about. Shays Casino, which looks like... Yeah, is it O'Shea's or just Shay's? Uh, there is a clover up top, but it looks like they dropped the O. Yeah, oh, that's it. Oh my my it's goodness. just that little thing. Ooh. Yes, yes. By a brief. O'Shea's. <laughs> O'Shea's, yeah, wow. Oh, it is O'Shea's. It okay, is O'Shea's. Yeah. Uh, yes, that is absolutely it. And see, it used to be right on the street, but now it's like in this. They built out. Yes, like they built. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's right by the link hotel and they've made it into this whole pedestrian boulevard yes okay. correct right by the wire and the ferris wheel and all that yes. stuff i say that because i did get in and out burger right by that nice, nice. double I, double yeah you know it come on mm-hmm. fries well done nice. oh i didn't even know that was a thing Do you have to wait in line oh of course yeah <laughs> good business for uh in and out wow thank you Anne. by the way from Anne to sir Anthony Hopkins, he was in Thor, and he played Thor's dad and Loki's dad. Anyway, he looks back on it now and said that it was pointless acting. After spending most of his time (laughs) filming in front of a green screen, he did this for CGI purposes. This was an article today from people.com. He was in Thor back in 2011, Thor Dark World in 2013, Thor Ragnarok in 2017, he was talking with The New Yorker about the impact of the Marvel Cinematic Universe on Hollywood. And he says, they put me in armor, they shaved, a, they shoved a beard on me. And then he said, sit on the throne, shout a bit. If you're sitting in front of a green screen, it's pointless acting it. So he would just sort of do whatever he needed to do. And then it was interesting because Christian Bale, another British and very highly regarded actor... Last year, he talked about working with green screens on the set of Thor Love and Thunder, which came out in 2022. Who did you say? I'm sorry. Christian Bale. Bale. Okay. He described working in front of the green screen uh, as the definition of monotony, adding that he did not bother applying his infamous method acting techniques, as he said it would have just been a pitiful attempt. He said, that's the first time I've done that. You've got other actors who are far more experienced at it than I am. But can you differentiate one day from the next? No, absolutely not. You have no idea what to do. I couldn't even differentiate one stage from the next. Wow. So they're essentially these hoity-toity actors, Christian Bale and Sir Anthony Hopkins, are like, if I'm just in front of a green screen... It doesn't feel like acting. It It just feels... I get that. And, And what they do with the green screens are so unbelievably extensive that it's actually, as a viewer, as a moviegoer, it's hard to believe that they didn't shoot in these areas and that it is you know an avatar think of avatar they really the the graphics are so compelling and good that you think boy that must have been cool shooting that movie there it's like they were in i don't know culver city it's cool for the uh special effects people they're the real stars you're the real star of this show thanks steve 
What if we took a break, though? I'd love that. Uh, when we come back... You doing did, okay on water? Yeah, I'm fine. Right, I'm very hydrated. Right. I have to pee, in fact. Right, Next right. purchase... They should sell <laughs> catheters with these standards. Oh, jeez. I don't know. At least diapers. We'll take a break now. No teas. Hey, friends. What's up? Stevie Wake Boy... Up. It's just Steve for the Canopy Group. My buddies, you know what the Canopy Group wants to focus their attention on? They send me notes of like, hey, let folks know about this and this and this. Guess what note they sent me uh, for this week? Just like celebrate the seniors. They're just, they love serving this community, helping people save money on their home and auto insurance. Absolutely. You can do it at thecanopygroup.com. But they just want to shine the light on the seniors, the graduating seniors. Isn't it really fun as you drive around your neighborhood and you see the graduating senior signs in the class? And I think for these group of students that part of their high school journey was during the pandemic and doing distance learning and having various events canceled at various different points during their high school careers. Uh, It's sort of an extra special time for them to look back on what they accomplished, what they overcame, and the fact that they are moving into the next phase of their life. So join me, join the Canopy Group in honoring the graduating seniors in your community. Shout out to you guys. Check out the Canopy Group at thecanopygroup.com. The verbal attacks continue here on the Donna and Steve experience. And you might be surprised to know that I'm not the one lashing out in anger. (laughs) Angry? What are you talking about? That's the laugh of Donna Valentine. Hey, guys. Welcome back. It's Donna and Steve. I am sitting here trying to, again, stay hydrated. Our bodies are 80% water, and I'd like to get mine up a titch. Okay. You need to get just, some electrolytes, Steve. Yeah, my, my yeah. brother pours powder into every water yeah. he has. Get some of that liquid IV. Pappy wants some. Where does Pappy get it? Ugh. At Wait, your but, local retailer. All right, I'll look it up on Amazon. No, I'll, there if go. there's a mom and pop shop that sells electrolytes, I'll go there. But Just get a Gatorade. No, I don't want a Gatorade. <laughs> the Gatorades are going to be more expensive. Holly, I'm over here. You just spent 40 bucks on a big gulp. Which means I have to save now. I'm over here, Holly, just trying to mind my business. Type it away. And Donna just says, gross. What do you think I had just done? What preceded Donna interrupting what I thought was just us each doing our own thing and then gross? Nobody a, wants to hear that. Oh, drink it, drink some water? I swallowed. With my human throat. I'm sorry that it's not soundproofed. <laughs> I mean, I just feel like this is the beginning of a harmful work environment. Uh-oh. And so I have to choose between my morale and my kidney function. God, Donna. Just be a little more self-aware. That's all I'm saying. Everyone's going to hate you. I can't even um, swallow. I'm trying to swallow loud enough for people to hear Everyone's going to hate you. Do you get together with anti-water people? Or do you guys connect on the <laughs> we dark have web? meetings on Sundays. <laughs> on the Sabbath. <laughs> All right. Anyway, you're just a noisy drinker. Do you know that that's actually something I've been self-conscious about? I'll sometimes... Well, that makes sense. You should be. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes... if it's bothering you... <laughs> I sat on the corner of the bed the other night. And I was like, let me get... A couple of swigs in before I go to Sleepy Town. And I was like, oh my gosh, these swallows are really loud. And Lou was just sitting and I was like, is she going to say something? Like, wow, that's a very loud swallow over there. What are you choking down? A bone? 
You know, it's like, it does sound pretty aggressive. Uh-huh. I had a guy chewing with his mouth open next to me the other day at an event, and I didn't have a relationship with him, so I couldn't say anything, but a lot of smacking. And I was like, is the first words that I say to this man in our life, and I'll probably never see him again, could the first and last words just be, hey, would you mind if you just, chewed, could you just chew, do the chewing part with your mouth closed? <laughs> How do you do that? You can't. That's an unwittable thing. You can't. Thing. You have to just, were you stuck next to this person? Yeah, I was at a long table. I was sitting next to people. There was a, it was the only seat I could be at. I was next to my friend. It was That that was the seat. And my friend, civilized, chewing with his mouth open <laughs> or closed. And then the guy next to me, you know, they don't hear it, those people. Right. There should be restaurants for them. You know how there used to be smoking sections and non-smoking? <laughs> they should have smackers and non-smackers. <laughs> And then just live free. You do you. Isn't that what the kids say? And then there's just like a, a barrier, just like a, a yeah. thick curtain so that we can't hear it in the civilized side. <laughs> and they have different menus. They sell different food, too. For the yeah. lip smackers, it's a bunch of Bush League bull crap. We're eating filet. Peanut butter sandwiches. Yeah. Oh no milk on the menu. Nope. No Ew. beverages on the menu. Oh, God. Yogurt. <laughs> yes. Oh, isn't yogurt the worst? Thick dairy. Oh. I'm so oh. thick dairy and nut butter is what their side of the restaurant could be called. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and then the other side is just called a normal oh restaurant. Oh my gosh, it's just called normal restaurant. Yeah, you know <laughs> the, the other side is thick. That's <laughs> right. Anyway, anyway, oh. sorry. I'm very um. You know what do you call that? There is a term for that. Holly knows it. It's mm. people Something. who get greatly misophonia. By- yeah. Yes. There you go. It literally makes me angry. Like, seriously angry. Oh, no, Donna Hulk's out. <laughs> the <laughs> the uh, chewing or, the, or any, like, any, any, noises any like that. digestive sound. Yes. Because I just said to Donna, <laughs> I said to her, I'm a human, I have to swallow. This all happened off the air. I said, I'm a human, I have to swallow. And she said, people have to fart, but they don't do it all the time. <laughs> What that you know of? Like, restrain. That's true. Just restrain yourself. Okay. Thank you. Goodbye. No, no, no. <laughs> Can't Donna, we out. have a lot of show left. <laughs> All right, All right, fine. All right fine. Um, Ted Lasso, where are you on, on this show? I think I'm three episodes into the new season. Well, spoiler alert All coming right, up. that's fine. I don't care. Um, so... A tweet went out this morning, I guess, that suggests that a new coaching team could be in the works for either a season four or a spinoff of mm. Ted Lasso. And the guy who plays Nathan, uh, Nick Mohammed, yeah. has uh, responded with an emoji suggesting that he was keeping his lips zipped. Mm. Now, Apple has not made it official whether Ted Lasso is over or if some sort of spinoff is in the works, but apparently the season three finale ended in a way, I won't say that it could serve everything together. Yeah. It could serve as a finale. Correct. Or because it feels so complete. Yeah. Which I appreciate. Jason Sudeikis hasn't said anything firmly either, nor his writing partner, Brendan Hunt, who's also in the show. So, Oh no, but I don't mind if they ended after three, it was, it was, it it can just stay there. It, many, many shows, we live in a 
in a, a gluttonous culture when it comes to entertainment, where we just are like, I like it, so give me more of it. Don't right. take it away. Right. But it's usually better when a show ends earlier than later. I concur. This guy who plays Nathan, again, said that um, there's just so much closure and... Could you hear me swallowing right there? Yes. I was trying to do it quietly. Once you've seen the series, you probably won't want any more, he's saying, because there is so much closure. So, we don't know, but there's kind of a tease out there. They might wait a little while and then do something else. It might be all new characters. Might wait a long while with the writer's strike. Good and point. Potentially a SAG after. Good point. I don't oh know. What gosh. are the post workers? Are they striking soon? What's going on with them? Are they still doing it? They're doing They're it. They're still doing it. Oh, you know what's really cute about Maddie B's house? She's staying at Matt Belanger's house from Five Eyewitness News. Dog sitting as corgis. Yes, and he's got um. So it's an you know it's an older house. Burn. So no, like you know, a lot oh. of these houses in South Minneapolis. Yes, yes. Edina, like mm-hmm. that. You open the mailman. I, I don't know how to explain. They have a mail it. slot on the door. It's not on the door. It's in their wall. So there's a slot. Then you pull open this little slot opener thing in the wall, and there's okay. the mail. So the slot doesn't give direct access. You couldn't come and like look into the house. You can no. only look into the slot. Correct. Stick them up. But you could hear when the mail comes because you could hear like the papers going. That's fun. Yeah, it's super fun. Like laundry shoots are really fun. I, laundry shoots are very so fun. Cool. Lou and I were in a house uh, a few months ago. And we were like, uh, does this work? And then I was like, hang on. And I ran downstairs, you know, because sometimes you're not sure if they've closed it off. Right. I do miss. I do miss a mailbox. Many communities have taken the mailboxes away so strongly. They've taken them away. And now you go down to oh, like a, y- the apartment group. complex of mailboxes. Sure. But there used to be, we, our, our mailbox when I was a kid was fastened to the, the house. Wall. Yes. The wall right next to the door. Yes, and you were fancy if you had one up in your yard that was a traditional pull the barn door down, right. shove it in, and then push it up. But now it's under lock and key. You have to have a key to get in to our mailbox. And then if you get a package, you live a separate with, one. in an association, right? I think. Yeah, it is. But it's not like a gated community. It's just funny. Like they could have just done mailboxes. And I have to tell you, I can go one to two weeks without checking the mail sure. because it's not right there. And so you drive past it. And unless you have the key on that thing, it's like, oh, you know, we'll get it yeah, later. Yeah. And later turns into nine days from now. Wow. I guess it's just extremely difficult living the life that I'm living right now. I feel so bad for you, Steve. Yeah. You poor thing. Yeah. Are you going to be okay? The creator of Black Mirror <laughs> asked ChatGPT to write an episode. And friends, this is a win for humanity when I say it sucked. Oh, really? Black Mirror creator Charlie Booker did a very Black Mirror thing because I haven't seen the show, but I know that it's it, it explores tech and a dystopian future and stuff like that. And each of the episodes, from what I understand, are one-offs. So you can just jump in and jump out and choose a few episodes here. If anybody has a recommendation, if I were to watch just one episode, if you watch Black Mirror and have a favorite, email me, Donna and Steve Show at mytalk1071.com. Anyway, uh, he says, so he tried to do write an episode using ChatGPT. It comes up with something that at first glance, he says, reads plausibly 
But on second glance, it's crap, for lack of a better word. Because hmm. all it's done is look up all the synopses of Black Mirror episodes oh. and then sort of mush them together. So not any real original thought there. However, he says it did turn out to be a useful exercise because it pointed out some of the tropes that he had been overusing throughout the series and encouraged him to break his own rules with that. Uh, Black Mirror in the news because it's season six hits Netflix next Thursday. We should watch that. You should just watch, just watch, watch. give us the The episode. Just watch the first episode. Season one, episode one. Yeah, season one. Okay. Episode one of Black Mirror. It's going on the list, Holly. That's easy. And I'd be very interested. All right, Steve, to see what's your reaction. Uh, You know, I don't know. I I just want you to watch it. Okay. I like that. Thank you for your restraint there. Should we both watch this and report back to you tomorrow? Whoa. Come on, Steve. Bold. Monday. Tomorrow's Thursday. We could do tomorrow. It's only a half an hour, right? Uh, I think that this is a full hour. Maybe. Monday. Come on, Steve. All right, hang on. Friday. Mm, Meet t- me in the middle. Donna, Friday. this is like Fine. Friday the it is. legislature. Friday. Okay. Isn't it interesting? There are legislators oh who work in the legislature. <laughs> I would have been ill prepared to cover. Like, like, could you imagine me working for Channel 5 stationed at the Capitol? God, no. I mean. <laughs> no. You'd be doing impressions of everybody. Oh, boy. <laughs> No, Steve, I couldn't. But thanks for um, allowing us to ponder that. Thank you. For mm-hmm. all of yeah. a fraction of a second. Yeah, the universe and, splits off in many mysterious ways. <laughs> it sure does. Right. I'm glad I didn't land up on the news side of the universe. Black mirror. All right, we got to go. We'll take a break. When we come back, Wiener Coffee Pizza is a thing. We'll explain it that next on My Talk. Donna here for Bradshaw and Bryant. As you know, Minnesota is the land of 10,000 lakes. And so boating, super popular activity here during the summer. And now is a good time to be aware of how to stay safe on the water, you guys. Mike Bryant says anyone can operate a watercraft as boating doesn't require a driver's license. And so boating accidents are typically caused by inexperienced boaters, mechanical problems, or boating under the influence. And unfortunately, the vast majority uh, are alcohol-related. And statistics show that an intoxicated boater is 10 times more susceptible to being hurt or killed than sober drivers. And if someone is injured as a result of another's negligence, you got to contact an attorney with specific knowledge and experience. You want Bradshaw and Bryant. You could set up a free consultation very easily. Just go online and type in minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Appreciate you listening. Thanks, Steve. Uh, we got a big day today. It's Wednesday, which means at 1130. Whose voice is it anyway? If you haven't played this game with us yet, it's where we hear out of context the celebrity's voice. And then we bid against one another, name that tune style, how many seconds we think we can identify that celebrity's voice in after having received some generic hint about them. That's at 1130 at 1030 today. I'm two behind in the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. We will see what today's topic is. Uh, that at 1030. Oh, and you know, at real is the last thing. At 10 o'clock, we do a segment called Get It to Me. It's music. 
Garth Brooks, boy, he seems like a real mensch. First time I've ever <laughs> yeah, used that is. word in yes, a sentence. That's good. He just seems nice and really courteous to the people that he does interviews with. Mm-hmm. Like he's there. Sure. And, you know, you're probably not going to get anything super original, maybe. You know, it's, but he's very polished, but also warm. You yeah, know what I mean? He's going to give you a good sound bite. And so, anyway, we'll hear from him at 10 o'clock as he talks about, ahead of his Vegas residency, who would he like to team up with there? And what's he got in plan for it? Why are you looking at me all cross? I don't know. Is this because I'm hydrated? <laughs> yes, and you have, have a puffy so beard. so bad right now. Uh, see, oh, my you, gosh. You big dumb. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Hey, hi, hi, hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. Wiener coffee pizza. <laughs> this sounds like that. Puppy monkey baby. Yes. <laughs> yes. Know. I obviously, um, because I am, what's the word, an imbecile, was attracted to this headline. In Japan, Pizza Hut has debuted Wiener Coffee Pizza. It feels like a mad gab or some sort of mashup of like, all right, give me three words that are unrelated to each other. And then we came up with Wiener Coffee Pizza. This is a limited time menu item. It comes topped with, this pizza, with coffee sauce and cream cheese. And it features a crust lined with wiener sausages. It also comes with a can of whipped cream to add on top of the pizza as you would like if you're looking for new ways to barf. (laughs) It is tongue-in-cheek. It's based on a social media joke. Wiener coffee is how some Germans refer to Viennese coffee. Oh, pronunciation-wise? I guess. It's like a sweet coffee with chocolate and whipped cream, but some young people... Took it literally. And so, is it like weenies? Like weenies? Is that how some people would pronounce it? I don't know what it? wiener sausage means. Well, wouldn't that just be sausage? sausage sauce? Oh, no. I, Viennese sausage. That's Viennese what it sausage. means. Wiener, because Vine, W-I-E-R, is the name of v- Vienna, I think. Yeah, that's what Austria things. is actually called. That's the name of the country. Wiener? Or Wiener? Wein Austria. Wein? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, you just lost two IQ points listening to this segment. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, we can still go down wait, more. Don't cap it at that. Yeah, no. don't cap it. <laughs> so if you are planning a trip to Japan, hit up a Pizza Hut. Didn't even know Japan had Pizza Huts. Oh, yeah. Oh, they have everything. Oh, you've been? When's the last Don't time? Don't worry yes. about it. You've not been to Japan. How dare you? Oh, goodness. Wow. <laughs> you've been to the UK? I have. Thank you. Really? Yes, I've been to many a castle. I think I'd like a rundown really of places you've been. have a lot of castles in London. Oh, I've been to... The, in Westminster? England, then they do. Westminster? Yes, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. that's a church. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a nice looking church. Uh-huh. They, they have been to a lot of cathedrals. They have pizza I mean. huts there too, and Pizza Express. You know, it would be fun. This would be fun if you had a lot of money, or and there's a way to do it cheaper. 
But if you did a Pizza Hut global tour, oh my God. you know what I mean? Where everywhere that you went, before you went, if you were a world traveler and it was like, hey, we're going to go to Argentina, but first we have to make sure that A, that they have a Pizza Hut or pick, pick your poison, right? It could be anything. It could be a Taco Bell. I had a teacher. I feel like you're pitching your agents. I'm just an saying. Idea. <laughs> and if Pizza Hut is listening, it would be a travel show with Stevie Boy in search of worldwide Pizza Huts. I had a teacher in fifth grade. His name was Mr. T. And he took us on a trip to the big year end field trip for fourth, fifth, and sixth grade was to Toronto. Oh. And when we went to Toronto, he wow. was so funny. Your parents let you go? Yes, and mom and dad, if you're listening, Donna is giving that judgy look that it was bad parenting on your Not part. bad parenting, just you're like nine, ten. Nine? <laughs> I went when I was in sixth grade. I didn't go in fourth grade. You had to sell candy bars in order to raise money for okay. the trip. Okay. And the first time I got a big box of candy bars, and I just did not like the thing of knocking on the door and the cold call. Nobody like, does. And so you know what I did? My mom said, if you don't yeah, sell those candy work. bars... You will not go on this trip. And I said, I'll call your bluff. I didn't eat, I didn't sell the candy bars. I did not go on the trip. And I just ate the candy bars. <laughs> I was like Augustus Gloop. Uh, so did you? <laughs> I mean, like kind of a lot. Wait, did you? So fourth grade, I passed up to, on a trip to Canada. But now you have to pay for those candy bars. Which I don't were probably know. probably a dollar a bar. Or yes, they were a dollar a bar. I think my mom probably paid for them. Just got out with that first box. It was 50 bucks. And it was like, all right, now you don't come because you had to raise like 250 bucks or something. It was, you know, it was a trip. Mr. T, when I finally went in sixth grade two years later. Did he pity the fool? I love it. A team jokes. He would take pictures near garbage cans. Oh, that's funny. It's funny. So in the My same brother way, would always look for a city hall or a okay. library. Yeah. Or a YMCA. Right? You can do the that, same with Pizza yes, Huts, is sure. my point. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for the hot tip. I'll get right on that. Booking Donna. my flight to England tomorrow. Donna. What? That seems like you're sort of getting a little mocking there. No. I felt like that was a good good story. It started with Wiener Coffee Pizza. That conversation could have gone a bunch of different ways. There's got to be a part of you that's proud of me with how I handled it. Mm. Oh, no. Yeah, it was great. I really want to know about the woman who super glued her eyes shut. So she had what? her eye drops oh, in a oh, similar she, oh, size bottle. No. Right next to oh. super glue. Oh, no. She reached in, squirt, and oh. it was super glue. Oh, no. Um, and so, Just one eye, right? Just one eye. Yeah. Donna, it doesn't matter. It would take a grade A imbecile to do two <laughs> before you figured it out. Boy, this blink is lasting a while. To the other oh, no. eye. I mean, I'm glad you said okay, but I mean, <laughs> that's right. Oh. She uh, she did do a little video, and she's actually in good spirit. She was at the hospital. She was like, "You you guys are never gonna believe what I did. I just super glued my eye shut, and I, I can't open it." So she went to the hospital. She's okay. That would require surgery, I would think. I doubt it. Probably just a warm rag. I don't know. I don't think so, Steve. I don't want to talk about it now. All right. Holly will have a dirty I have to go to the bathroom. When we come right back. Awesome.